Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. And I want to make you aware that we are approaching tax filing time. Yeah, I know it's completely crazy. It's To me, it feels like Christmas was yesterday. But don't forget, I always recommend strongly that when you start getting into real estate investing and when you're getting ready to buy your first property, or you could even theoretically start before that, you should create an LLC in the form of an S-corporation that is running all the operations of your real estate investing business. And you can expand from there and do more things like series LLCs and all kinds of stuff. And if anybody is interested, by the way, we have an online course that talks about protection and how do you do legal protection and estate protection and why should you have an LLC and all that kind of good stuff. So I encourage you to look for that and find it um, and basically if you really want to learn how to do it. But the point about why I'm bringing it up is a lot of people focus and if you're a relatively new investor that totally makes sense that tax filing is always associated with like the 15th of April or whatever the next business day after it but that really only applies to the tax filing for your personal taxes or what some people call the 1040. But what you should also realize is if you followed our advice and you created an LLC for your investing then LLCs or in general, all the business tax filing dates with the IRS is actually March 15th. And why is that? Well, I don't want to go too deep, but it makes sense if you think about it. if you have an LLC and you file the taxes for that LLC before March 15th. So now you have the result, whether you made a profit or a loss. And if you did, like I recommend, create an S corporation, then you take whatever that result is and turn it over into your personal tax return. So you have one month between finishing your business taxes and filing your personal taxes to take the results from the one and bring them over to the other. Now, it's also important, and I want to emphasize this, for any one of you who has recently started an LLC, whether it's for your investing business or otherwise, but mainly if you're following and listening to this because you are interested to become an idea wealth grower or you're already in the process of doing real estate and residential real estate investing, then it's not just these deadlines. It's also important that you find somebody or make sure for the person that you have been using in the past to file the taxes on your behalf that that person or that f uh, company really understands what is needed for somebody who has residential real estate investments. I recently had, for example, a situation where one of our clients was seeking a new person or a new entity to prepare the taxes and was told that it made totally no sense to have an S-corporation. So he actually obviously came back to me and said, hey, Axel, why did you tell me to get an S-corporation? That tax-preparing person that I found that claimed to be uh, well-versed in tax preparation for real estate investors and had good reviews told me that that was completely not necessary. And I asked a little bit into it to find out why was that supposedly not necessary. And it ended up, the answer was, so to speak, well, you didn't need an S-corporation. You could have just done a single-member LLC. 
right? And for me, that's an indication that somebody is not really as well-versed as they sometimes claim to be or like other people tell them. Now, just to explain real quick why, what the answer to this is, why do I recommend an S-corporation? There is an interesting little thing that says if you have an S-corporation, that S-corporation can own other LLCs. And for anybody who's been listening on the Ideal Investor Show for a little while, immediately ding, 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 light bulbs come on, bells are ringing. Why is that important? Well, we want to protect ourselves, right? So we buy the first property and we put that first property in 123 Main Street LLC. And then we buy another property and we put that in 456 Coldwell LLC. And we buy another property and we put that in... 459 Young Street LLC. Why do we do this? Because if anybody ever sues us, right, they can only sue the company that owns that house. And in the remote case, if it were ever to happen that a court says, yes, the person that sued you is right and you have to pay for everything, then the worst thing that can happen is you lose that one house. Now, obviously, if you have these little LLCs, each holding the property that you bought as your investment, you don't want to file taxes for each and every single LLC. So what do we use? There is a process called a series LLC, which starts with the S corporation that sits at the top, and I call that the mother. And all these other little LLCs underneath are basically the children, and all they do is holding the title of the house. But all the operations go through the S corporation. If that tax advisor of one of our clients were right, that wouldn't work. Because one straight-out single-owner or multi-owner LLC cannot own other LLCs. But S-corporations can. See, and that's why I'm basically saying you need to really go out, not just because we're telling you, because we obviously want to give you the best possible advice, especially if you are a member in our mentoring program. But the really important thing is make sure and try to make sure and find a way to determine if the person that you're using to file both your company return before the 15th of March and then your personal return before the 15th of April, really know the details of the topics relevant for tax preparation, especially in this context for residential real estate investors, right? Because otherwise the whole systematic doesn't work and no tax preparation person will ever take liability if you keep all your properties in one LLC, never create an S-corp, and then you might have that same situation, you get sued, the court says, yes, it's your fault and you have to pay a million dollars and from one day to the next, all the properties that you accumulated because you wanted to get to the time freedom point, live a life of passion, get your income from passive income out of real estate is all wiped out in one day just because you thought the tax person was right to say you don't need an escort, right? That sounds maybe a little dramatic, but I want to really point out why this is so important that you get people that give you the correct advice that really actually help you to make sure that you are protected and that you really pay attention and really vet who you allow to prepare your stuff on your behalf. If they make a mistake in the filing, yes, they have insurance for that. But if they advise you in a certain way and that causes you harm in the future, nobody, you can turn around and say, well, my tax preparer told me so. Right, so that's why it's so important 
check the deadlines. And oh, by the way, last thing I want to mention real quick, there are sometimes circumstances, for example, if you just recently bought a property or if there's something that is still pending with the property or a property is in a 1031 exchange or any of that kind of stuff. And it looks like you might not have all the data ready for filing on the 15th of March for your business and 15th of April for your personal thing. You can just let your tax preparer or yourself ask for an extension. So what that means is you can say, okay, I'm not quite ready yet. I want an extension. And that means for your business, it gets extended to September 15. And for your personal taxes, it gets extended to October 15. That means you can file for those dates, even though the original date was earlier. What doesn't apply is you owe the taxes by the date, like March and April. Even if you get the extension, you still owe them at the time, right? So there might be a little bit of an interest to be paid if you actually file later. But it's a possibility if circumstances, somebody gets sick or whatever the thing might be, you can ask for an extension. It's a very simple administrative step, so you don't have to be afraid of it. You don't want to rush and make mistakes just because the date is approaching. But if you start now, then you should have no problem to get the things together. And if you have a good preparation person or company, then it will become a routine process where you just throughout the year submit all the paperwork or you're using QuickBooks or anything like that. And it's a very seamless process. So I hope this is helpful and it's timely because we're still early enough for you to gather everything, set everything up and then have a relatively seamless tax season and take full advantage of all the benefits that residential real estate investing gives you on your taxes. If that sounds interesting to you or you want to find out more, where is this protection uh, online course for very little money that you can take and really, really learn how this works, go to idealinvestorshow.com. And check out the site, other episodes, book a call with me and, and I can tell you all the different things and answer all the questions you might have. That's it for today. Be well, stay safe and I'll talk to you tomorrow.